Hey guys, my name is Monica. My name is Neha. Welcome back to Daydreaming Conversations, where we talk and rant about things in our daily lives. Um, first, we want to introduce ourselves better than we did in our intro. Um, I'm Neha. I'm 17, and I'm a senior in Washington State. My very basic hobbies include reading and painting. Yep, and my name is Monica. I am also 17 years old. I am also a senior. Neha and I are going to the same school in Washington State. And some of my interests include Marvel. I've been really into Marvel movies and shows. I just finished Loki and WandaVision. So if you want to um, talk about Marvel, then hit me up and we'll definitely um, start an interesting conversation. Yeah, we'll probably just do an entire episode dedicated to Marvel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this episode's mostly going to be about college apps because that's what we're in the middle of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we definitely felt like college apps were kind of a really big thing on everyone's minds right now, especially as seniors. And so we thought some of this stuff could probably be used as advice for you guys and also something relatable to just um, listen to as you're going through the process or about to go through the process. Okay, we'll just introduce our majors. Um. I'm planning on majoring in graphic design, so a lot of art schools with a mix of regular, like, state schools. Mm -hmm. And I am planning on majoring in business. I'm not exactly sure what my concentration would be yet, but um, I'm applying to a bunch of business schools and looking for colleges that are both in-state, out-of-state, public, private. Um, I have a wide variety of colleges on my list, so... Yeah, and I know Neha and I are applying to very different majors. So, yeah, we have a lot to talk about for each major and how um, that affects just our overall daily lives when going through the process. Yeah, we have just so much information in our brains. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it all after apps are done. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of it is just like very unnecessary stuff that you have to do so um, I guess I kind of want to start off just talking about maybe tuition in general okay so I guess tuition is kind of a huge thing because we're both like from middle class families we're you know you're not we're not like very rich and stuff like that so a lot of um, like bougie private schools or like out-of-state schools that are super expensive are just like kind of annoying because they're really good schools but at the same time it's just like difficult to get financial aid and also um go to a school where you might not be able to afford even though you really want to go to go there yeah like a lot of the schools I'm applying to they're all mostly actually I think everything is private school but I think all of them are private schools except for like a couple of state schools that I'm applying to but the ones I really want to go to are all private and they're incredibly expensive and it's so like I want to follow my passion and I'm extremely lucky to do that but I can't it's hard knowing I won't be able to make that money so fast mm -hmm. yeah and yeah student loans just suck because it's just like something that's always going to be in your mind even when you like go out of college and then you're always just like trying to pay that back and maybe you're not like in a 
great financial situation to be doing that and it's still just gonna be like a back burner that's always gonna like hurt you if you don't pay it soon um so yeah that's kind of a huge issue with like um student loans and stuff like that and obviously we're not just like we're we're just saying it from our experience like everything that we know is just like what we've heard and what we've researched like we're obviously not experts at like the college application process and we don't know everything about tuitions and every single person is going through very different things so your um college application like process may be very very different than what we're going through so definitely just keep that in mind yeah you want to do what you want to like it's so great that our parents are supporting us I mean mine are paying for my college obviously but like they are obviously going to be worried especially with me doing something that's so art based it's Mm -hmm. hard for them as Indian parents that too like to fully like my dad especially questions my decision because of the financial aspect of it like I have a brother and a sister who are two years younger than me Mm -hmm. and to go to college at the same time I'll have to get financial aid then, but I can't necessarily get it right now. But then he's also super adamant about me not getting, like, a loan because he, he knows I would be in a lot of debt because graphic designers do not make that much. And so I question what I'm doing, even though I know it's what I want to do. Yeah, and it's very difficult, especially when graphic design is your passion and that's what you really, really want to do. And you can become very successful in it. But, you know, there's also a lot of room for just not being able to make that much money. And if money isn't an issue, like at the moment, like in the future for like college apps, it definitely is, um, which is very problematic and just something just very annoying because you may not be worried about money in the future but at the moment for your education you're just paying so much like thousands and thousands of dollars just to learn what you're passionate about and you know from like top universities and stuff like that it's just like um it's just a lot of money that's going into it that can definitely hurt you yeah yeah especially with like in well in the united states high school is just free like if you go to a public school you do not have to pay to get an education and a lot of us are working so hard especially like immigrants to get a good education in a college but then it costs so much just to be able to do that so you're like Mm -hmm. working so hard in high school just so you can escape the life you grew up with and do but then it's just even harder I know like it at just some point just seems like a cycle that you're constantly going through just like working hard and then at the end you're like what am I gonna do with this later like I may not even become successful I may not even like make that much money and like you know um like become what my parents wanted me to be and that's just like something that maybe um you don't really care about if you don't really care about like oh what your parents think about you which is great but at the same time it's like um I don't know personally for me I do want to make sure like my parents are like aren't disappointed in me completely and yeah with immigrant parents you they came here working hard just so they could see us be successful and you'd want that for them but it's like it's really hard with college being so inaccessible exactly and also 
that kind of leads me to like my next point just like acceptance rates in general a lot of like the really good schools they have like super low acceptance rates and I get it they're being selective and they want to choose like top students but at the same time a lot of that just depends on your like your academics and your like GPA and stuff like that and maybe high school just wasn't like maybe you just didn't reach your full potential in high school and that doesn't really reflect who you are and what your future holds and you know that kind of and what they're assessing about you isn't accurate or isn't what um you think that you should be assessed by because you have so much more to you and you know that you've grown so much from high school to like college and stuff like that and just that looking at that acceptance rate it's just like um just in general it just like makes it so much more difficult for people who actually have that like determination and have that potential to grow and actually achieve what they want to do in the future if that makes sense yeah I just don't I never really understand acceptance right it's like we're paying to go there so Mm -hmm. I don't know how you can be that selective and then there's like cases with where rich people just pay to get in Mm. and it doesn't make any sense yeah yeah all of those top schools I know that there are some main scandals with like USC and stuff but I'm sure like behind the scenes there's so many more scandals that we just don't know about and I feel like like that's why um a lot of the people who are rich and wealthy are able to you know, um, actually go to those schools because of their money and not because of their academics or, like, their potential and stuff like that or even their interest. Yeah. I would I would kill to be a nepotism child. Like, <laughs> Literally. God, like, I could just live off of YouTube or something. <laughs> I know. Look into my really rich life. Mm-hmm. Just get ready with me in Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, just go to school in like a Lamborghini, not even to show <laughs> the glasses, just a flex. Yeah. That's the life. Um, but yeah, all of this stuff is definitely very just like crucial in the college like college application process. But like most of all, it's just like how that kind of pays a toll on you and your self-esteem and just like self-expectations and stuff like that I feel like um as the college application process started I was just feeling very low in general because um I just realized that there were so many competitive applicants and I didn't know if I even like reached their expectations or was as competitive as they wanted me to be and you know, that really paid a toll on me. And I know that I'm very hardworking. And I know that I've taken a lot of um, classes that, you know, are very, very difficult in general, like IB classes, but still it just like comes to question like, oh, there's so many other kids who are doing that, like, I may not even be as smart or reach their expectations, since there's so many people who are doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I know when I was like thinking about what ma- what to major in and everything, and I was like, oh, maybe I want to go to art school. And I did all this YouTube research where I saw like so many videos of people showing their art portfolios. And I would just like 
constantly compare myself to them it's like oh my god they're just so much more talented than me and I like mentally put a block in my mind like I just put a block in my mind thinking like I'm not getting into this school because I just I wasn't as talented as them even though I know I'm like a hard worker and I'm doing all these things I just didn't think like I was talented enough to get into college Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah looking at all those YouTube videos I feel like it can be helpful about the I mean, it can also like demolish your self-esteem as a whole just because you're constantly looking at videos and you're trying to think to yourself, oh, I'm supposed to like meet those expectations or meet that level of talent to actually get in when that's only a small portion of who's getting in. It's not like the entire like acceptance poll um, or pool, but yeah. Um. And, like, as Indians with Indian parents, I feel like we have a lot of pressure on us from our parents and family, like, not just, like, like my dad and my mom, but also, like, cousins and, like, uncles and aunts who are, like, constantly comparing their children to, like, us. Um, and, you know, you want to be competitive and you want to be, like, oh, yeah, like... Um, I'm able to like actually do things I'm able to achieve things and you just that's like the whole part of like being a disappointment stuff like that and I feel like when you compare yourself to your family and your relatives especially maybe you don't want to do that but it's just happening like in your family it can even get more difficult because then there's just more pressure on you yeah I don't like it's just weird how distant family members try to get involved in your college process like for me it's so weird I don't know I feel like every all of a sudden just every aunt and uncle and in our case like aunties and uncles everywhere just try to give you advice on what to do like I had someone tell me I should apply to Stanford oh my god (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my god literally I feel like everyone is like oh yeah you should apply to like MIT and like UPenn I'm like bro I literally can't get into those schools like I don't know I feel like all of a sudden just every auntie and uncle within our social circle is just apparently a genius in college Mm -hmm. apps and they try to give you like so much advice Mm -hmm. I know they're always just like apply to these really top schools and like somehow they actually like get in like the cousins and stuff I don't even know how and then it's just like us just sitting here with like Oh my god, our college applications. Okay. Yeah. Like I can't even. <laughs> um, but yeah. I feel like we're getting very vulnerable. <laughs> this is weird. I know. I kind of want off to kind of want to talk about something that's a bit on like the lighter side, you know? Um, a very smooth transition into the kissing booth. Oh my god, the kissing booth. How are there three parts to that? Yeah. Oh my god. I I did watch all three because I started it and I had to finish it. I watched only two because the third one, I just couldn't. The third one got so personal. Like, one of the girls got into, I think it was, like, the best friend's girlfriend. She got into RISD. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, and then I had to, like, for the podcast non-existent listeners RISD is the Rhode Island School of Design and it's my top choice 
probably not gonna get in but you know mm-hmm. but like I literally when I was watching the movie I had to pause the movie shut my iPad and I was like take a moment because like I was like oh what I don't yeah. know I was just like jealous I know and it's annoying because that's not where she actually went right she didn't actually go there did she she does what what do you mean she, she goes, does she goes to RISD the actual actress? No. Why would I care what the actual... Oh, you mean the actual... No, the act... I don't know what the actual actress does. Yeah, exactly. The character goes to RISD, but not the actual actress. True. So it's, like, fictional. Oh, maybe that's what bothered me. Like, they were able to write it so easily, like, she just went to RISD. Mm-hmm. I think that's what bothered me. Yeah. And yeah. then L, the main character, got into Berkeley and Harvard, and... Her best friend gets mad at her for choosing Harvard, which she chose for her boyfriend, not for the name of the school or the school itself. No, for her six foot three inches tall boyfriend. <laughs> Normal stuff. Oh, my God. I can't even. With then, her. Oh, my God, Monica. <laughs> you wouldn't guess what happens. So the best friend's mom, she comes up to her and she's like. You know, through this entire college admissions thing, I've noticed you always, you always thought about the boys. What about you? Find out your true passion. And then she's playing a video game and she opens up her laptop and types something in and then just smiles at the screen. And then the next thing we know is she's like, she got into USC in June, two months before moving. She got into USC for video game design. It's, it's ridiculous how they throughout the entire like three movies we've never seen her interested in video game design mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she's like oh yeah that's my like true passion and guess how she got into usc she in the second movie she won a dance competition and the judge was a usc usc oh. admissions officer oh my gosh that's like so ridiculous i can't believe how they seem <laughs> so easy it's what the heck? The USC has like a freaking eleven percent acceptance rate. Like what? Yeah. She goes into the office and she's like, "You remember me?" And she's like, "Of course, you were the winner of the only dance competition I judged." And so she like holds an interview for L, and they like, I guess the video game, like video design department game, de- <laughs> video game design department comes up to interview her, and they're like, "Can you give us? Can you pitch us a video game idea?" And so she, like, thinks really hard, obviously. And she's like, oh, I don't know. And then as she's about to leave, she's like, wait, I had a genius idea. And so she says something, like, I have no idea what she's talking about. And she's like, oh, well, this game type is, like, a billion-dollar industry. And this game type is, like, a $10 billion industry. So what if you combine them? Oh, my God. And that's how she got into USC. It's not even an original idea then. She's just combining two games that already exist. No, I don't actually know. I think so. I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about video game design. In so the fictional world, right? In her world, like, they already exist. And she's just combining them? Basically. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. I can't believe how easy they make it seem on the kissing booth. It's really not that easy. You can't like do it. Day, I don't know what I'm going to do in five years. Like, and that's oh, no I'm one doing. does. Literally, no one knows. What do you mean? I mean, first of all, four years of college, and then after a year, you should probably have a job. Like, yeah. you could just, like, set something like that. Yeah, say something something at least that you hope for, not just, I don't know. Literally, the, anyone can just say, I don't know. No one knows. 
no shit she doesn't even know what she want to study <laughs> oh my god yeah she didn't even say she wanted to do like video what? game design oh my god that movie is just so frustrating problematic especially just for people who are going through the actual college application process and like actually putting all that effort and doing those in doing those applications and taking those like really hard classes it's just like very like demeaning in general it's just like it's not that easy it's false hope it's creating false hope I feel like um for upcoming um juniors I guess who are about to apply it's just like no I don't know if it's false hope but it's just like frustrating Mm -hmm. that they make it seem so easy like yes it's fiction but like going through it it's so stressful like that's our future yeah yeah and oh my god just the ending in general I can't even I know I saw a clip of it and I like literally (laughs) it was so bad oh my god that movie as a whole I don't know why they even had to incorporate the college application process in it you know it's just like a teen rom-com a teen rom-com and because they clearly hate teenagers (laughs) literally they don't care about what effect it has on us yeah and I, I bet it's making so much money. Honestly, even though so many people hate it, like, people watch it to hate on it, you know? Yeah, I, mean? I think that's, like, Netflix's whole just marketing strategy. Like, just make something people hate and make them watch it. Yeah. I think that's the whole way, like, if Addison Ray's new movie even gets any, oh, that would be the reason. I didn't I, watch it. I just, like... Trailer. Is it out? I think it's out. Oh, my God. I don't even want to watch it. I'm not either for the podcast I don't know we'll see <laughs> we dedicating an episode where we watch it and we just <laughs> talk shit about it <laughs> the entire time how long's the movie two hours it's just gonna be two hours I know <laughs> no thank you I'm tired of people getting famous yeah damn I can't believe she got a movie that's crazy I'm telling you I'm probably a better actor I just think, like, it's not that I hate Addison Rae. Like, I've seen, like, oh, my God. I was, like, I was scrolling through TikTok, as I normally do. Mm-hmm. And I saw, like, a bunch of funny videos. And she, her comments on them were actually funny. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a <laughs> she's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, like, I don't know. I mean, she's not a bad person, you know? <laughs> like, I don't want to say that I'm against her because i'm not against her i don't like how easily society will reward from girls for doing absolutely nothing like i feel like society rewards white people just so easily and it makes Mm -hmm. me so upset yeah and that's not her fault it's just society in general yeah 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 so no hate towards her yeah you love addison ray what (laughs) yeah my Netflix profile for the longest time was Bad Bleep. Nice. Thank you. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I feel like the, the I saw I watched the trailer for Addison's Ray movie and it just seems like a very general movie. I don't know. I think it's a remake of an original movie. Really? But her acting in the trailer just seemed bland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like- I can be a very good actor and I would have done a better job. Like, Monica, you know, I say this all the time. 
I'm a great actor. I sh- I tell my parents they should have put me in child acting. <laughs> oh my god, pop off on Disney. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. But it's interesting how they got they took the entire like TikTok concept and used that in the movie. Like that's they the whole that- thing. They record their breakup or whatever on TikTok. No, it's an Instagram live. Oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're very technologically informed. Yeah, I know a lot from the trailer. (laughs) I was thinking about social media and I'm like, I got social media relatively late compared to other teens. Like I got it like freshman year. And I was just like thinking it's been four years now since I've had like Snapchat and Instagram and everything but like I don't understand how people communicate on there like Snapchat the idea to me like sending pictures of yourself constantly like how is it rude if I leave you undelivered or opened it's it's so exhausting mm-hmm. yeah I I was very into Snapchat I'd say in eighth grade like I'd constantly send streaks to people and then I think I stopped in high school just because it was it's so much effort because it's like when you get like 99 streaks and then you lose them it's just like kind of disappointing in general like, I just I don't know like no one told me that I had to keep snapping so I'd sometimes just not respond and then mm. this girl got like now why aren't you responding to my snaps I'm like oh I I mean I opened it do I have to say anything like you didn't start you didn't send me a message you just sent me your face uh, uh, I don't know what I'm like supposed to do with that yeah the first like, time I got it I think <laughs> I used to send a snap saying nice face <laughs> <laughs> nice forehead (laughs) you send like the forehead but yeah um I think I usually I I started again I've just been sending it to like two people but that's it I can't even I I haven't used snapchat in like six months that's honestly good for you I don't even know why I have the app I don't even use it I use it to text one friend (laughs) occasionally and yeah I don't even go on instagram like I go on it to manage sunpaper and then I don't go on it for my own account. Like, it's just boring. I sometimes go from TikTok to Instagram to see if, like, a celebrity posted. But I'm mostly just on TikTok always if I'm on my phone. Mm-hmm. That's honestly really good, though, because at least you're not on, like, Instagram that much. Because I feel like Instagram can kind of take over, even though TikTok does the same thing. But yeah, they're both very addicting, but at least you don't have, you're not addicted to both of them because that would make it even more worse. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I've taken up, I used to read a lot before sophomore, before like quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I started reading again. There's like, I randomly got on Book Talk. <laughs> again, TikTok kind of <laughs> sculpted my obsessions. But I started reading again and then I just stopped going on TikTok as much when I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really nice. Like when I'm invested in something, like if I'm painting or reading or doing something, I don't go on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice. Like I just forget TikTok exists, but it's also like a nice escape. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people talk about how TikTok can be toxic if you're like watching the wrong stuff or like the wrong content or just stuff that isn't meant for you. And um, I personally don't have TikTok, so I'm just not going through that. I've had TikTok actually before, but I deleted it just because I got super invested in it. And I was just, it was just not something I wanted to go through like junior year. And 
Instagram, on the other hand, does have Reels, which is basically TikTok. I feel like every app just has a mini version of TikTok now. Like Snapchat does. Instagram does. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, thinking of another app that does, but I can't. Um, but those are like the two main ones, and it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, even on Reels, um, it can get pretty addicting sometimes. Like, it's you you think you've been on it for five minutes, but it's actually been like an hour. It's like so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like Instagram as a whole, I just don't post, and I don't. It's boring. Like, I'm just so. I'm kind of leaning into the idea of just like kind of removing all my followers and only having my friends follow me and. Mm-hmm follow my friends back and also like my favorite celebrities because I just care I obsess you know yeah what I do if I don't find out what Taylor Swift's doing exactly so, yeah I think like just after senior year maybe now I'm just gonna do that and mm-hmm. like because I do want to stay in touch with my really close high school friends which is like two people <laughs> it's just you and Monica's just my one follower is just Monica <laughs> and <laughs> she's gonna see me in college yeah I'm going to be the one responding and DMing her all the time, college. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, I kind of like respect that about you because like you definitely don't use Instagram as much as I do or I don't even use it. I'm just on it all the time. I'm just like on wheels, even though I should just get TikTok. No, I'm not getting TikTok. But yeah, I do. I do feel like reels can be better than like scrolling through endless memes like tumblr memes that are reposted on instagram because like when i got instagram freshman and sophomore year like on the bus ride home i used to like obsessively scroll through memes and nothing but that <laughs> but i think so that's bad. fine though i think on the bus it's totally fine and plus memes are great you know they were terrible <laughs> i really thought i was funny but i was i think i was really going through an identity crisis because i used to like some like the 2014 sad girl Tumblr thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what my feed was. My feed, I think it was just food. I just had so many <laughs> videos. I don't know why, but I'm obsessed with people just making food in general. <laughs> like anything, even stuff I don't eat. I hate like sweet stuff. I don't hate it, but I'm just like more savory than sweet. So even if they are like making like cotton candy or ice cream, I still watch it. <laughs> I-, I love watching. The only cooking stuff I watch is Cooking with Flo. Monica, you should watch it. You should follow Florence Peeve on Instagram. And then every once in a while, she posts, like, a whole story on cooking. And she cooks. And it's so much fun. It's just amazing. And I love them. Cooking videos are great. I don't even cook. I suck at cooking. I don't don't think I'm ever going to cook, honestly. Same. I suck at cooking. I, like, I've been writing down my mom's recipes for college and I haven't cooked I can make instant noodles and rice I can make a grilled cheese sandwich (laughs) my sister can cook and bake I don't even she can and she crochets oh stop wait can she make those like cute tops yeah she made me one no way really yeah wait your sister is so talented what the heck she's making me a sweater and and she, like, crocheted a Harry Styles cardigan for me. That was, like, a really big trend on TikTok. She, whoa. How is your sister so talented? She knows so I much. Don't, I don't know. Oh, my God. She can cook. And she's learning to drive before me. 
That's insane. And she's, she's like two years younger than you. She's more of an adult than I am. I know. Oh my God. That's insane, bro. It's so funny because she, oh no, she just like seems like the older sister, even though you. <laughs> no, because every time like we go somewhere, me and my brother look more alike, even though my brother and my sister are twins. So they always assume me and my brother are the twins and my sister is the older one. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, my sister is very young she's 11 but even she like she's very good at art I don't know if I told you that but she's like really into art she's really into like cooking in general like she loves helping my mom out in the kitchen and yeah (laughs) I just want to just sit there you sure your sister's not 20 no oh my god she honestly might be mentally yeah she's probably like 35 but yeah I like her just talking about ourselves now (laughs) This is what people are going to listen to if anyone listens to us. That's just what they're listening to. I love how we're like, okay, we're going to stick to the college theme. But then we just like completely sidetracked. I know. Like we came up with all that. Like we came up with all these bulleted notes about what we're going to talk about. And we're like, we're not going to go side. We're not going to get sidetracked. Like even when we were deciding on like, oh, we're going to start a podcast. We're like, Monica's like, I don't know. We tend to get too sidetracked. We never finish our talk like topics. I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, literally every single conversation, we're like trying to talk about something, but suddenly something else pops up and we have to like talk about that for like <laughs> Oh my god. Nice. <laughs> I don't know, like, we could talk about something else. I don't know. Okay. Um, Something that I did want to bring up was the common data set that I think is, like, the one useful thing that's going to be in this podcast if anyone's going to listen to it. Um, You can basically look up any college. So pretend you're applying to, like, UW. You can go online and, like, and search up UW data set. And it'll basically have all the stats for just, like, UW. And if you scroll down, you can kind of look at what UW considers in their college application process. So if you're really looking into UW, maybe in your like sophomore or junior year, you can kind of go into that and see um, just like it, how much they weigh each, um, I guess, section, like in general, because, you know, a lot of schools say it's a holistic, um, it's a holistic process, but it may not be because you know, obviously, like some schools, they weigh your GPA a little bit more, even though they look at everything, like there's a certain amount of weight to each category. Um, And so if you just take a look at that, you'll kind of know what to focus on a little bit more. I honestly suggest looking at it in your freshman year, I feel like that would also be really helpful. So you kind of know what to concentrate on a little bit more for your like, dream colleges or dream schools, if you have any. Um, But yeah, that's something that I've heard on a Instagram um, reel that I watch and you know it's been helping me out a little bit and yeah TikTok's helpful TikTok is helpful look at that (laughs) yeah um any other advice you want to give Neha um I don't know I don't think people want advice from me I'm like I'm an Indian kid going to art school. I don't know if I'm the best advice giver. <laughs> like, I don't. Um, you can 
message me if you want portfolio tips, but I'm kind of struggling myself. I also cannot help you academically. I'm not that smart. <laughs> I Okay, I honestly think that you have a great portfolio. Like, I've seen your artwork, and literally you tell, told me that, you know, the college people said your um, portfolio was really good. No, she said I was talented and that I need work. So I'm just going to be like, that's just nice things. Like, you saying my portfolio is good is like my mom saying my portfolio is good. <laughs> your mom (laughs) but like still I mean I guess yeah I guess I don't know that much about like the art portfolios and stuff because I'm not applying art art school but I don't know I feel like um you're definitely a little bit more humble in general because like whenever people compliment you you're always just like oh yeah thank you you don't really (laughs) I don't know you don't really like take it in and like accept that you're like talented you're just like you know whatever really great artists believe that you have to keep growing (laughs) I don't know I just like I don't like I used to think I was good but then I saw someone no it's like I don't know I just feel like after I stare at my paintings for so long I just I cannot tell if they're good anymore Mm mm-hmm I like I have such a neutral opinion on them sometimes I really like it but then over time like my feelings on it just fades like I cannot tell because like I'm always comparing myself to other people especially because of art applicant like art school applications I've just like been so stressed out on forcing myself to paint mm-hmm. and it takes away the fun of it like it used to be this thing that I really enjoyed and now it's like this thing like I need to do in order to have a future and it's really weird mm-hmm. I mean I feel like you've like you say like oh yeah artists are supposed to grow and like that's very true but I feel like it's also good to not be so hard on yourself especially when you're comparing yourself to other people because everyone I feel like is a very different artist and like you know you have your own talent that may like that maybe some other people don't you know okay I mean (laughs) we'll see (laughs) we'll see based on like around January, we'll see where I get in. <laughs> yeah, but also where you get in doesn't define like your talent. You know, you don't have to like completely go based off of that. True. that. I do. I do think that. Yeah, I feel like the whole point of trying to get into the best school possible isn't always about education, but it's also like like a name reputation, like people hiring will look at like oh she went to this school and I feel like that just like gives you a step up and that's the hardest part with college apps like Mm -hmm. yeah the name brand for sure I feel like yeah there's so many good programs all over the U.S. and all over the world but like just like when companies look oh like like look at your application like oh she went to UPenn like obviously she must be better but like that's like before college, you know, that's high school stuff that got you into UPenn. So it doesn't show who you were in college. Yeah. What a fun conversation. <laughs> like, I don't even, I wonder if people are actually going to listen to this. I don't know. Maybe like one person. I'm just going to listen to it over and over again. So just do you and me playing it on repeat. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, 
What else? We can talk about starting senior year. Oh, yeah. What are you doing to get prepped for senior year? I'm so excited to go back to school shopping. But, yeah, I we get to see our schedules next Monday. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're more on top of school stuff than me. I haven't even thought about my schedule. I didn't even know it was coming out on Monday until you told me. <laughs> I got a message and saying, like, sign up for the Senior Remind. Oh, yeah. I got that one, too. <laughs> it's so weird that we're seniors. I'm not even, like, we don't, we had this conversation so many times, but we don't even look like seniors. I know. Me, <laughs> me and Monica are really short. Like, I, Yeah. Yeah, and we resemble sixth graders a lot more than seniors. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even tell people I'm a senior. Honestly, it's just, like, so weird. You know what I mean in general? Like, it doesn't – it just doesn't feel like we're seniors. I don't know if I've just become that mature. Like, mentally, it does not feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, mentally, physically, just, like, everything. I feel like it doesn't help that we cannot drive or (laughs) do anything. I know, it's so disappointing. (laughs) Just, like, driving, I feel like it's such a huge milestone. We just haven't accomplished that yet, and it's so... It's fine, we're just late bloomers. Yeah, it's okay, we'll bloom someday. (laughs) Oh, I want to talk about, like, socializing and in person quarantine like school's gonna be in person and we haven't talked to people at all yeah I mean I've like not to school people I've talked to you and like some other close friends and I've talked to people who don't go to our school but that's pretty much it just like talking to people in general and like actually communicating with your peers I feel like is a completely different thing it's a completely different talent, honestly, sometimes. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, people always, like, see introverted as such a, like, negative thing. And mm-hmm. I just get annoyed. Like, I was I was filling out this fast facts essay thing for Chapman University. And they had a question. was, like, what three words to describe yourself? And I said creative, hardworking, and introverted. And I was debating whether or not to keep introverted in there. Because I was like, oh, what if they see that as a bad thing? But, like. I was thinking, like, how was introverted a bad thing? Like, I just choose who I want to socialize with. And I'm not, like, it's exhausting. It's draining. And it's not my favorite thing. But, like, that doesn't mean I don't socialize. Yeah. Like, the way society is built, it's just meant for extroverted people. But Mm -hmm. then a lot of them are this very same people. Like, the extremely extroverted people who are a lot of people's favorites. They're the very people who make introverted people feel uncomfortable hmm and it just feels weird that we see it as a negative thing I yeah I definitely don't think introverted people should be seen as like or introvertedness should be seen as like a negative um trait in anyone especially just that especially just because that's where people get their energy like extrovertedness means when you talk to people you get like your energy from there and introvertedness means you just need some time by yourself and that's where you know you get your energy and it really depends on who you are and like um whether you like talking to people or not and either way should be okay like that should be more normalized and I definitely feel like that I feel like I'm a little bit more extroverted than you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> a bit more I don't think I'm completely extroverted because I do yeah. like being by myself sometimes because 
obviously social situations are draining for real though yeah and just school i was yeah go for it no you go ahead i just wanted to say especially in school just okay um i was just gonna say and just because you're an extroverted person or you think you're an extroverted person doesn't mean you have to love talking to people all the time you can also love being in your own space you know just being alone and that's okay like extrovertedness doesn't mean you always love talking to people because there are situations when you know I just don't want to talk to anyone I just I would just rather be at home watching movies or watching like some show yeah yeah this doesn't mean we hate extroverted people (laughs) no I have extroverted friends I promise yeah such as me a little bit. It's just me. Like, I have one friend, and that's Monica. So every time I say friends, I'm basically just referring to Monica. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, you have more friends. <laughs> or the picture of Harry Styles on my wall. Yeah. Of Best friends. Wall. <laughs> really good friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, even at school, I feel like you're... I feel like extroverted people are just, like, more like sought after like in your recommendation letters like teachers will be like oh yeah she's like very fun to talk to she's like super like nice and stuff if you're more extroverted maybe because you know you actually have a presence or like teachers notice you a lot more when you're constantly talking and stuff like that um I don't know if like maybe teachers would notice introverted students as much um, I mean, I'm not saying it just because, like, I don't think they talk and stuff like that, but maybe just because they don't want to be in, like, huge social situations or um, maybe, like, um, they're not as talkative as, like, the more extroverted people doing just, like, a conversation and stuff like that. I don't know. What do you think? I agree. I also think, like, it's interesting with teacher teacher-student relationships, like, a teacher and an extroverted student versus like a teacher and an introverted student it's weird how like I you always imagine like an extroverted kid being the teacher's pet but like I will proudly admit that in eighth grade I was my English teacher's ex like teacher's pet and I'm very mm-hmm. introverted like I just I don't know I feel like it's weird like you just need the opportunity to prop like you just need the environment to be able to communicate properly yeah, and that could depend on the class. Like, maybe you just hate your, like, class, and maybe the next year you're um, in a better class where you're able to just, like, have a better dynamic with the people in your class and your teacher, and yeah. it just really depends, you know? Because in ninth grade, I don't think I liked my class very much, but in 10th grade, I loved it, and it was really great because yeah. we had, like, really fun block teachers. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> um, I also, yeah, I think it depends on class size, but also class environment, like, we have a block class and it's like 60 kids but I still love it it's so much mm-hmm. fun yeah it still seems very it still it still feels like a community I don't know in yeah like, it feels like I don't know I feel like block classes sorry it doesn't feel like 60 kids you know what I mean yeah it feels like block classes are like a community within themselves but like I feel like other classes can be like so uncomfortable oh my god mm-hmm. yeah they're just those people that are just annoying <laughs> and you don't really yeah it really depends on the class I feel like sometimes yeah 
and also really in general maybe some teachers just you know they talk to everyone and they have like an open-minded personality where some teachers you know they're more just like they more I guess tend to talk to like the more extroverted kids and connect with them a lot more oh yeah they're like the teachers who have favorites no yeah 100 percent. and i guess favorites is okay when you're the favorite <laughs> yeah <laughs> i always complain about favoritism but then i was a teacher's favorite like that one time in my life so you know i am a hypocrite yeah <laughs> and i don't mind yeah i don't really mind favoritism as long as it's not affecting the rest of the class you know yeah yeah, as long as you're not just favoring them. Like, maybe you like talking to them, but, like, grading and giving advice and, like, everything else, it's, like, equal, then it's fine. Yeah. Because I feel like there's not much you can do about favoritism. Like, I, really I know if I was a teacher, I would have favorites, but, like, I would try my best not to, like, grade differently or give opportunities differently. Because I remember, oh, my God, I had a Spanish teacher. I don't know if I'm allowed to say I just Don't say the name. I won't say the name. Okay. Like, literally would not call on me and I was convinced she hated me but then Spanish grades are like almost always just participation and I used to do good on quizzes but she'd never call on me even though I raised my hand and Mm -hmm. me and my friend me and like we we were convinced like she just hated me (laughs) I I had the same teacher this year and Bro, it was just, like, so much worse on Zoom, I felt like. Because, like, she goes in order. She doesn't go by, oh, how many times a person talked and maybe you should, like, give other people a chance, you know, who haven't talked as much. But she goes in order. Like, whenever you raise your hand, there's, like, an order to it. Like, whoever Mm -hmm. it first, they're at the top. And that's just so annoying because then you have to click it really fast. But then she just goes by that order, not by. That's so dumb. I my know. Sister, my sister had her too this in the last oh, year. God. Why is everyone suddenly just happy? Oh my God. But yeah. I really hope she doesn't listen to this. Highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Okay. This is weird. Like, I didn't, I liked her. She was a nice teacher. She was really Sometimes. nice. Yeah. But like, she, I really don't think she liked me, even though I didn't do anything to make her not like me. So I don't know. Yeah, she's a very confusing person because when I talked to her one on one, she was so sweet. Like she actually, right. like, like she liked me. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you think that, but she's just trying to trick you. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I know there are like a couple other teachers that definitely weren't that good. Like, um, the ninth grade. Oh my god! Oh my god! I saw her in Costco. I went with my mom to Costco and I saw her, and I was like, "Mom, can we please walk past her?" My brother had her too, and oh my god! Oh my god! That's so funny. I heard. I've just heard so much shit about her. It's not even funny. It's actually really sad. Like I was doing, I was doing that pre-college course, and he, my teacher, asked me, "Like, are you sure you've never done a graphic design course?" And like. Like, oh, he, no, he asked, like, um, do, do you guys have any graphic design courses in your high schools? And I was like, oh, yeah, but I just never took it because I heard the teacher was bad. And the teacher was the comp sci teacher. Oh. <laughs> how does a comp sci teacher teach a graphic design course? I don't know. I don't know how she's still teaching at her school because I feel like so many people have complained about her. Yeah. 
I don't even she doesn't even teach like I don't she just gave us assignments and then she used to like throw out some definitions and she just expected us to know what to do I was Mm -hmm. really confused even the class in general was boring we just sat there oh my god should I tell the story of like the senior I sat next to oh my god okay (laughs) yeah so basically um I sat next to a senior I was a freshman and the senior was like he looked like a grown man and he was terrifying. Look, he, he had, had a full on beard. He had he had, or- yeah, he had a full yeah. on beard. He was the type who'd wear like hunting gear to school. Like, yeah. you know, like camo camo print stuff. <laughs> and then he'd wear tank camo print tank tops. And like he had a deer tattoo on his like arm. Yeah, and it was like a big deer head tattoo. Like a deer face. Yeah. With like full on antlers and stuff. And he looked he was like easily taller than six two. And he mm-hmm. was terrifying. But like, <laughs> wait. I, like, I I looked next. I looked at his screen one day, and I literally just saw him shopping for a gun holder for his truck. Like it was a multiple gun. Like it it, it would hold multiple guns and it would hang over the seat. I think it was like for hunting or something. But it was like it was meant to hold rifles and stuff. And I was terrified. <laughs> like who looks at that on a school computer? And I would like to state, like we sat right by the teacher's desk. Mm-hmm. and I was so like I was scared I was like oh I hope he didn't see me looking at his screen <laughs> Dude, that kid was scary I remember I walked over to like your desk area once and I saw him like watching deer hunting videos and that was oh my so god terrifying I don't know if you saw that but he was it was literally a man trying to shoot a deer like it was a YouTube video and I was like what the heck I <laughs> see that really i saw it and it was terrifying and yet and it was just so weird how he had that tattooed on his like on his arm like the shoulder area and yeah he he just really likes deers i mean yeah dedicated deers no it's just deer i'm so stupid i'm a senior deer deer (laughs) it's just deer i don't think oh my god stop that's so embarrassing (laughs) i think you can't spell so you stop Okay, fine. I'll stop. <laughs> um, yeah, we're seniors. <laughs> this was a fun conversation. Thank you guys for listening. I don't even know why you guys would listen to this. This was like a conversation between friends. Like we just talked about. I just <laughs> thank thank you guys for listening. I don't know why you guys would listen to this. I am sorry for the pain you might have endured yep thank you guys if you actually sat through this like props to you like the entire thing i couldn't imagine i probably wouldn't even sit through this <laughs> we hope you guys keep listening to our future episodes um follow our instagrams um the podcast account is conversate no wait that's not it oh my daydreaming. god <laughs> it's daydreaming underscore conversations and then our magazine account is sunpaper magazine follow those instagrams you can always dm the podcast account if you want any advice we're clearly extremely smart yes it's dear by the way we know that i know i i said i corrected myself we knew that no you knew that okay yeah you don't have to tell me (laughs) (laughs) Um, thank you (laughs) bye thank you